Welcome to LIW Anthology Series Review. No, LIW American Horror Story Review. What the fuck just happened to my brain right there? I'm moving stuff around my office so I can get all the Nick Cage and John Frankenheimer and John Carpenter movies behind me. So I was like, fuck, I need to start this podcast and finish it off. Because I watched this episode two weeks ago now at this point, right before I went to Hawaii for a funeral. And I, so I had to skim through it and I'm like, uh, you know, just kind of, I guess I'll get around to that. And I'm fucking, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Theme song. L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to that show, not Anthology Series Review. Um, American Horror Story, Season 9, Episode 7, 907 as I call it. The Lady in White. I watched this episode a, a while ago, and I had to skim through it today, and I, and I still remember it. It was, it was pretty fresh, mostly because I'm invested in this season. I like it. This is my least favorite episode of the season so far, though. It's The Lady in White, and we get our... Uh, we finally get Lily Rabe. Uh, but anyway, it starts off Camp Golden Star, 1948. Lily Rabe is Lavinia Richter. Her bigger son must be Benjamin, I, I wrote, and it, and it was, because there's a big fat kid and there's a smaller kid next to him, it's his brother. She scolds Benjamin for being, because she has to be the cook there for them, and then, uh, because, and it's for his sarcasm when he's just kind of just trying to live a life, and she doesn't want that shit. Uh, they decide to go swimming. The two brothers decide to go swimming. And she tells him not to let Bobby out of his sight, which is a big red flag for the audience to go, oh, Bobby going down, Bobby going down, down. And then they go out and they go up to the lake, and it's the 40s. And I'm like, oh, we appear to have full Friday the 13th here. It's, just, it's full on. Um, he, the bigger kid tells Bobby to sit on the dock while Benjamin tells Bobby to sit on the dock while he goes and fucks off, and he watches some counselors bang. They're fucking in the woods. Because it's Friday the 13th, let's just admit it. Um, he's in the, he eventually jumps in the water cause his brother's been gone so long masturbating in the woods that he jumps in the jump, Bobby jumps in the water and he, he's fine. He, he doesn't drown, which they could do a fake out there. And then suddenly a guy starts a motorboat without checking to see if there's any kids and, and Bobby go down, Bobby go into the blades, Bobby, Bobby, a uh, big bloody mess all over the place. Bobby no more. Uh, yeah, he, he's 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 dead. And then uh, they drag him out of the water, and then the mom's freaking out on Benjamin and the lifeguards, like your fault. It's all your. We should have been watching him. Oh, it's you, Benjamin. You lifeguards. I'll kill you all. Ugh, spooky, spooky. On the lady in white. Uh, Dee Dee helps Brooke into a hotel room, and then Brooke vomits everywhere because of the drug she had her on by faking her death. Um, eventually, she has to tie her to the bed for all the withdrawals from the drugs. And it, it was like the scenes out of uh, Walk the Line. It was ah, just puking and shit. And, just, and also kind of reminded me of, uh, what was that Stephen King movie that Mike Flanagan did? Uh, man, with Carla Gianni and... Uh, um, what the fuck is the name? I can't think of the name of it for the life of me. It's on Netflix. It's a good movie. You should check it out. If you, if you ever figure out the name I'm talking about, check it out. Yes, with the... She, he ties her to the bed, then he dies. It has a title. It, it does. It does have a title. Anyway, I'm going to move on before I drive myself insane. Eventually, Brooke attacks her, attacks Dee Dee, and Dee Dee reveals that she's doing it because she knows Satan is real and she wants to be on the right side of shit when, when everything ends. 
So that's a good reason. Because if you see Satan's exist, Satan exists for real, you're like, yeah, I better fix some shit and make sure I don't do that. Don't end up with that guy. Because fuck that. Um, Brooke sees on TV that the Camp Redwood is reopening. Um, instead of going right there, they decide to go roller skating. Because it's the 80s and we have to get a roller skating montage in. And they're dancing around, having, having a good old time. And then Dylan McDermott's sitting there watching him like, mm, yeah. He reminded me of uh, Matthew McConaughey. Like, they stay the same age. I keep getting older and they stay the same age. All right, all right. He's just like creeping them out on, on girls. That, I mean, these girls are of age, but still, it's, still it's creepy. Don't, don't just watch women. It's, it's bizarre behavior that only serial killers should do. That way we can pinpoint the serial killers easier. Come on. If you, if you think in your head... What I'm doing right now, serial killers do. Don't do that thing unless you are a serial killer, in which case, do that thing. I'm not going to tell you to stop serial killing because you're not going to listen. But if you're not a serial killer, just don't do that thing. And you'll live a better life and we'll, be a, we'll live a better life because we can spot the serial killers quicker. And everyone wins. It's win-win. The women feel more comfortable to exist in, in the world. Um, there's, his name is Bruce. Dylan McDermott's name is Bruce. He asks uh, for a ride to go to his girlfriend's house. They say no. They go outside. The car doesn't start, so Bruce helps fix something. I think, I'm think i guessing he was the one that, that detached that thing. Um, and I was also guessing he was at the 1948 camp, but I don't know. 40 years later, yeah, that, w- that would work because he's probably 50, you know, 50s, early 50s, late 40s, somewhere in there. I don't know. He's kind of a timeless guy. He looks, like, he looks immaculate no matter what age he is. Um, anyway, they, they let him get in the car and then they drive past a poster where there's like five missing women on it. And so they're hinting that Bruce likes to, uh, do some things with some ladies, which again is what I'm saying. If you're, unless you're a serial killer and it turns out Bruce is, or they're hinting that he is in the back of the city, he does cocaine because eighties and he tries to scare them by talking about the headlight thing, the headlight myth that everyone believed and everyone thought gangs did, or if you flip your headlights at a car with them on, they'll, they'll turn around and kill you. She's like, you fucked with the wrong woman. And then they, they flip her, they get him out, they pull over. They get pulled over by the cops, and Bruce kills the cop. Uh, and then the women flee on, in their car. And he's sitting there like, ah, come on, you bitches. Don't fuck with me. Jingles is back at camp, and he stumbles upon the three Capacot killers. And they knock him down, and they brought ready to slit his throat. And then the fat kid is like, no, Montana said not to kill anyone until the, the, the camp opens. And they're like, fuck, all right, and they let him go. And then... Um, all the ghosts show up, like all, all of the, the counselors show up that we all saw were dead. I should scroll down to the cast so I can say names because a, you know, a week and a half away or two weeks, whatever the fuck it is, a little, little loosey goosey on the names right now, but they basically talk to him about being dead and Chet mentions that they see a woman that kills them all the time. And Jingles is like, Oh yeah, that's my mom. And then we see flashbacks where between him and his mom. Where she she was dead and talking to little to Benjamin after her death. Um, Benjamin walks away and then he talks to his mom in the present here, and it, she revealed that it was her that set up the whole Margaret thing. She was basically whispering into her ear like, "You should kill them all, kill them all," doing doing that sort of shit. And she keeps saying that she can't find Bobby. Um, Bruce smashes into Brooke and Dee Dee in their car, and he's he's driving the cop car. He smashes into them, and then. Uh, she wakes up, Brooke wakes up, and then Dee Dee's tied behind the car, and she's she, she's tied to the tail of the car, and she's also just lying in the middle of the road. And Brooke, he's basically like, drive forward and drag her to death, or I, I, his little 
his choice was was seemed shitty no matter what. So basically, she she goes in reverse, drives over uh, Dee Dee slash Donna. She has too many fucking names. Nurse Nurse Rita, too many goddamn names for this lady. And then uh, so I guess I'll call her Donna from now on. I think in my notes. I don't know. I'll probably forget. But uh, she reverses over her. You know, she ducks so she doesn't get hit at all. And then she shoots Bruce in the leg. And then uh, we cut over to Trevor getting yelled at by Margaret for being useless. So basically, you're a trophy husband. Just shut the fuck up. And then Trevor walks away and he sees Montana. And then a bus drives by and she's gone. That sort of ghost thing. And he's like, oh, and he kind of wanders off in the woods. And then he makes out with Montana, who's a ghost and doesn't know it. Oh, she knows she's a ghost. He doesn't. Um, we go back to Bruce and them. Uh, Brooke cuts the thumbs off of him so he can't hitchhike anymore because I guess that's how he's killing people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Was hitchhiking and then murdering the ladies? Women? I got to say this. If, if I ever get caught in a shitty situation and have to hitchhike and you're female, just don't pull over. Just keep driving. I'm fine with that. I, I can accept that because it's A, it's not worth the risk for you. B, I don't want you thinking if you do pick me up, this motherfucker might kill me. Why would you put yourself in that situation? And I don't want to be thought of like that. So just keep driving. I'll wait for some big old trucker dude who'll turn me into Swiss cheese to pick me up. And I'll be a lot lizard the rest of my life. And just have a grand old time hanging out in the lots, snorting crystal meth off of a rusty blade. Because I assume they all have knives on them. And and just just have a grand old time. Just don't pick me up. Don't pick anyone up. Don't Don't pick men up if you're... Or even women. Don't pick don't pick women up. Women hitchhikers are doubly fucked. Because if they get picked up by a man, they might get murdered. And they're the ones hitchhiking. hitchhiking. And then if they pick up a woman, they can still kill the woman. Like, it's... it's Oh, there's, there's a there's a catch-22. Holy shit. Anyway, um... So, uh... Yeah, they cut his thumbs off. Ramirez shows up and he kills a musician. I didn't bother paying attention to what musician because I didn't give a shit. He had big 80s hair. I didn't care. And then Courtney stumbles upon a bus and finds the whole like band and crew has been killed. He's like, ah! he's freaking out. He's great. Um, Jingles and his mom talk about Ramirez, and they kind of he kind of has a little heart to heart with his mom, talking about you, you don't have a you don't have a monopoly on missing Bobby and that sort of shit. And they kind of <clears throat> excuse me, I've I've done a couple podcasts today. My voice is going out already, and it's only ten forty nine a.m. and I still have three three hours to do Twilight Zone tonight. Um. Anyway, she basically says, if you die by your hand, he'll make sure you don't come back. But if you die, oh, no. If you die by his hand, talking about Ramirez. She's telling this to uh, Jingles. If you die by, if, if Ramirez kills you, he'll make sure you, you don't come back. What the fuck? I can't, I can't, I can't figure this out. Uh, basically, it boils down to if Ramirez kills you, he's going to make sure you keep coming back. Like he can just bring you back, bring you back. And then if you kill yourself, though, you'll come back forever, but you'll be here. But that's the end of it. it that's, that's the, he, can, he doesn't control you anymore. So Jingles just stabs himself in the, in the gut very brutally. And now he's a ghost because he stands over his own body. And at this point, my last note is still no Evan Peters or Sarah Paulson. Just, just have not appeared on the show. What is going on? Where are they? Are they being held hostage? Are they okay? Is all I want to know. Where the fuck are they? It feels weird because I don't think Sarah Paulson has missed a season, and I don't, I don't think Evan Peters has missed. I don't think either one of them has missed a season. Because even in the bad seasons, like the the first half of uh, the hotel episode, hotel season, 
the only thing that got me through that was Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters. So, you know, now that we have a great season, maybe they're not quite as necessary. Like, they don't have to score as many points because the, the team's doing well, the season's doing well, so they can just kind of sit back and get some assists in there. But Or they can just sit on the bench because it, it's got a lead. I'm doing an NBA thing. Uh, or, you know, in the bad seasons, the team's not doing well, so they have to go in there and score a bunch of points to, to keep the team afloat. And they still lose, but that's fine. They, they got their points in. This is stupid. What am I doing? All right, so that's the end of... Uh, I already changed the title on here. The woman... The lady in white. The lady in white. Lady in white. I'm amazed I didn't play lady in red. So, yeah, it, it wasn't a bad episode by any means, but it was definitely the weakest of them. There's some really good stuff in here with Bruce, because lo- I love to see Dylan McDermott again. He's another guy where I think he's been off a couple seasons, but not many. And whenever he shows up, I, I, I love it. I, I can't be happier. He keeps having to play the weirdo, though, because he's the same character in season two, where he's at the end and he ends up being Sarah Paulson's baby or some shit like that. I don't know. Well, I'll get to season two next, after season nine. Great episode. Not a great episode, like I said. Great scenes, um, but yeah, it just kind of falls flat and not a whole lot happens. But I'm not going to begrudge them for having a kind of slow episode. Like I said, I gave it a seven. It's still a pretty good score. Just kind of... Little, little bit weaker than the other ones. The other ones all have eights, I believe. I think that's what I scored them. But it just, yeah, fell a little, fell a little flat for me. Some, some parts. He talks to his mom for way too fucking long. Which not, you know, I'm excited to see Lily Ray, but it just felt a little too flat for me. But yeah, I gave uh, one, eight, 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 eight. I didn't rate episode 100, but I guess I'll give that one eight because I don't remember. And this is a seven. All I have left is rest in pieces and final girl. Because, of course, they have to name it Final Girl. I assume it's just going to be the camp in the next episode, the slaughter. Rest in pieces. I assume it's going to be that. And then the last episode will be like a wrap-up episode. They, they, they tend to like to do that. With the last episode is just kind of detached a little bit, but also wraps things up. But the problem is they, also, they already did kind of a weird wrap-up episode where, you know, it's revealed that, uh, what's her fucking name? Uh, Margaret is is wealthy as shit, and the, so they already kind of did that. They, just, they did it out of order this year, which is cool. So I kind of hoping it really just ramps up. But I also know them. I've also watched every single season, and I, I think they're going to do the last episode wrap up again, which is kind of which sucks. But also, you know, I don't judge it until I watch it. So could be good, could be great, could could suck. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Well, let's find out what the score for that one is. I'm not going to look at the plot at all. But then Rest in Pieces is a 7.5 in IMDb. And then Final Girl is an 8.4. So maybe they don't do that. Good. Okay. A little op- I'm a little more optimistic now. Not that what I always want to see is always going to be the best. But that's just what I, I'm hoping for. Um, in my heart of hearts, if you will. So go to LAWstudios.com. Check out all the different podcasts. All the different videos. We have LAW The Stand review now. We also have LAW The Orville review now. As well as our series regulars like, to, uh, you know... Anthology Series Review, which I said in the beginning. <laughs> Twilight Zone Review is our biggest one. Walking Dead Review. They all start with LAW, the name of the show, and then the word review. Westworld. Um, yeah, a lot of shows on there. Uh, and video shows like uh, B-Movie Battle slash Nick Cage Cast. And then the Nyquil and Cocaine, which is my face-off novelization. It's fucked up. Go check that out. Uh, you can see the, the videos as well on youtube.com slash Wonderland. Every Tuesday night on there, we do a live show, which is two Twilight Zone episodes, two to three Twilight Zone episodes. 
and that's 10 p.m. Eastern, as well as on Wednesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, we do anthology series, excuse me, anthology series review, something like I was crying, and either a John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, or Nick Cage movie. So, go check those out, uh, RaidersOfLostFlicks.com, check them out, they are our Patreon subscriber, as well as the Indie Sports Car Podcast, go check that out, send Frank your love. And he would tell me to, to send you to reddragonsradio.com as well. You can check out our shows on there. Or some of our shows on there. But you can find the Indie Sports Car Podcast there. So if you're into Indie Sport, Indie Cars, there we go. Check that out. Anyway, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I'll be back for Rest in Pieces, which I have not watched yet. And then I'll be back for the last episode. Final Girl. Final episode of the season. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. So long, Dylan McDermott. Where are you, Evan? Where are you, Sarah? So alone. So very alone. At least we got our Lily Rabe.